0: by night, you notice that he didn't want a public nobody to see him, came by night, you know like sometimes you're you're embarrassed for your church, uh, you don't want nobody to know you go to that church because you're more educated, you don't want to be associated, oh I don't mind doing it privately, undercover but not publicly, you sneak in and get a word and you cover up, you don't stand up and acknowledge that this is your church. That's the church I go to. Like Paul, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but you, you you, you know, you not uh, because you're embarrassed. How can you be embarrassed for a place where you get the best food? Well, not so easy. You can get preaching, but it's like building a house. You have to have a blueprint. You have to have you have to lay a foundation. You have to put it up right. Everybody cannot build. I couldn't build this, this building. I could not. You could not either. But there's somebody who could. See the same thing goes uh, for the word of God. There's an order to God. And you have to have discipline. But many people come accept Christ but they have no discipline. And they're never, they never were taught to have discipline. Someone must rule over you. Someone must break the world. And said unto him. Rabbi means master we know. That thou art a teacher. Come from God. But you know they know but they. It didn't change them. Just like you know Jesus is coming back. But that doesn't change us. It says that for no man. Can do these. That thou doest. Except. God be with him. See how much he knew? Saw the miracles, But he still was not in the kingdom of God. He could not see the kingdom of God. Um, he still was not seeing the kingdom of God. He was blind to the kingdom of God. He saw the miracle. He knew that Jesus was a good teacher. Come, came from God. But no man could do these miracles. He had all of that right. But he still could not... Um, Uh, see, there's something that he was missing. The next verse says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, which means, Truly, truly, verily, verily, I say unto you, unto thee, Except a man be born again. You see that? Except a man be born again. Born again. That would throw anybody off. Born again? I thought you were only born once. But now Jesus. Here's a, a teacher saying. Now you have to be born again. Boy that was very. That would blow anybody. Anybody's mind. No matter how smart you are. Except a man be born again. He cannot. Put that back up there. He cannot see. Let's all read. Wake up and read. He cannot see born. Now, he's talking to a man that already was born once. Like all of us. I couldn't be talking to you unless you were born once. But Jesus is saying now, you see how you were born once? Into a world? Now, you need to be born again to get into another world. And unless you're born again, you cannot see the world that I'm talking about. Alright, like, did you know when children are born blind, they don't normally tell them and describe what the world is like to them. They're better off not to tell them. And they form, they own, they train. But they cannot see. They're born blind, they cannot see the sun, the moon, the stars, the birds, you know, pictures, color, you know that. A blind person see that. But for that child or that person to see it, they have to be touched by a miracle or something supernatural has to happen to them for they not to begin to see like the blind man. He was born blind. But now, praise the Lord, he sees. Is this your son? Yes, he was born blind. But how he, he see, we don't know. Jesus healed him. And now he could see us, he could see people, he could. Well now Jesus saying to this man, you have to be born again to see the world that I'm talking about. You have to be born again to see the kingdom of God. That's what he said. Jesus answered and said unto him, Except verily, verily I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now here's the problem. But how do you get born again? Next verse. How do you Nicodemus said unto him, How? Everybody help me. How can a man be born when he's old? Look at me. Hold you mean born again? That was a hard question. Show how hard the Bible is. How would you answer that? How would you answer that? He says. You see the reason. The different world he's in. What are we thinking? And naturally. Born when he's, again when he's old. Can he enter? Do you see where he's going? Where his mind is? He's not thinking about another world. The kingdom of God is not. His mind is not there. Because he cannot see. it. No more than you are born blind. In this world you can see the sun, moon. The trees and all of that. You cannot see that. A miracle has to happen to you. For you to be able to see. And said once I was blind. But now I see. The same thing in the spirit. You need another miracle. Supernatural moving. Birth, born again, can he enter the second time? Enter the second time because the first birth he had to that that child was planted there by the father. Now we come together, you know that. And uh, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? That's where we came from, and be born. See his reason? And that's all he knew. And he's asking. But that's not what Jesus is talking about. Jesus is talking about another birth. And unless you have that birth, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You can talk all you want to. No more than that child or that person that's born blind is going to see. You can talk about the son and describe it all. I had a friend. One time I was blind, became blind, and he he was spending a weekend with me. And there I go turning on, showing him the way the light was. I didn't understand. I said the light switches over here, he said, Pastor, I don't need that. Then it dawned on me. He didn't need the light. The light the we use this light, but if we were blind naturally, it would mean nothing to us. And that's why Jesus is saying that you cannot see the kingdom of God because you're blind. Spiritually. It's a different world. And to see that, you must be born again. All right, but here's a problem. How does it happen? Born again. We need to be born again, but how can we be born again? Every one of us need to be born again. But how can this be? Verse 5 says, Jesus answered, Verily, what a, what a conversation, what a master. There, he had Jesus all by himself for a while, came by night, but he was seeking. He Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water. And of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You see, you're born one time to come into this world. But to get into the kingdom of God, you have to be born again, another birth, to get into the kingdom. I'm talking about the kingdom that God delivers us from, the power of darkness. But he translates us into the kingdom that's a birth. Of his dear son, that translation is a birth into the kingdom of his uh, of his dear son. But unless you're born of the Spirit, notice here now, he's getting he's getting his lesson across. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, water the word, Spirit the word, the blood, so he cannot enter into. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Now Jesus is standing right there. Look, Jesus is the kingdom of God. Period. Jesus Christ is the good news. The gospel of the kingdom is Christ. It's not a place. It's Christ. And when he said the kingdom of God is in your midst. The kingdom of God is at hand. They could reach out and touch him. That was the kingdom of God. So right now. So now. Paul brought it out very good about the birth of the first Adam in first Corinthians. The first Adam was birthed from dust. Natural birth. But there's another birth of the spirit which is from the second Adam. Or the last Adam that Jesus Christ. Are you following? So verse six says notice that which is born of the flesh is flesh. So that's a birth. You have this all of us. Flesh birth. When you go visit a child in the mother of just give a baby. That's a birth. That's a natural birth. Everyone came in that way. You, only, you can only come in this world through your mother, the passage of the womb of your mother. There's no other way you can come. That is lawful, legal, or whatever. You get that? That's God's plan. That's the only way you can come. A mother and a father. And the mother produce you. That which is born of the flesh, but that remains flesh. When you're born of the flesh, you cannot change. Or you can get educated, smart, sing, shout, that, but you cannot change that nature. In other words, you cannot move out of that nature and be something else. You get no matter how you are or intelligent you are, you're still born of flesh. And you might be the smartest person, but just you're just a piece of flesh. Are you following? You're just a piece of flesh. Now that cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. No matter how. That's why. No matter how much we puffed up, exalted, we know it. That's just flesh. Unless God touched the flesh, that's just flesh. It doesn't profit anything. So that's why pride is so dangerous. When I'm proud, but I'm puffed up. And I don't know nothing. And that flesh is going to die. Because he that is born of the flesh. Remains flesh. And that cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So you must be born again now. Another birth from the one you had coming in. From your mother's womb. You need another birth. And that was Nicodemus problem. How can this thing be? Because he looked at himself and he said I'm a whole man. He's thinking about himself. How can this thing be seeing that. I'm whole. When you're whole never seen that. Never heard about that. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit. Now you see Jesus showed two births. The first time. That was the first time that was so plain. One flesh. And another one spirit. That's what I'm talking about this morning. And that's why this man Paul. Was such a great man. Because he broke it down. For us. And he showed us. That there are two, not not dealing just necessarily with the mother right here. But he's dealing with two federal head, Adam the first and Adam the last. Okay? Representing us. And tracing the birth from there. The natural birth. But the natural birth, the natural man does not receive the things of God. He doesn't want it. He doesn't understand it. If you put a natural man, if it could be done, and put them in the kingdom, they want to get out. Just like you go to church. That natural, carnal spirit don't want to stay in church. They look at the clock and restless, and when are we getting out of here? But when they get through the door, they're happy. They come alive because the flesh. But when that same person is born again, I was glad when they said unto me. Let us go into the house of the Lord. They don't want to leave the house of God. That which is born of the flesh. So it is to birth. Is flesh. Is flesh. Can the Ethiopian change his skin. Or the leprous part? No. You can never change who you are. I mean you can improve. You know more polish. But you're still not saved. There's only one way to be saved. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is another word, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Notice here, little, uh, big, big spirit and little spirit. That means your human spirit is a little s spirit. Can you see that? And the big s spirit is the Holy Spirit. So your little, the bird is in your spirit. So your little s spirit must be born through the touch, the contact of the big spirit. All right. uh, and that's a birth. And you're born again. Remember we have the little phrase, uh, Sister Marina, the phrase we have. You born once, then you die twice. You're born twice, you die, you die once. So this birth again is a twice birth. And that makes you qualified to live in the kingdom of God forever because that's eternal life. The next verse, what does it say? Verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Don't you marvel over it. You must be born again. Can't change it. There's no way you can explain it away. So if you're going to a church where it's good works. You're in trouble. You've got to be born again. Then it begin to give him a little more illustration about the wind blows where it listed and thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the spirit. Just like the wind, you can't tell. Same thing when you're born of the spirit. Because you're operating on a different realm. Amen. That's why your unsaved relatives don't understand you. And you're trying to explain and they, they laugh at you. They criticize you. They say, what's wrong with auntie? What's wrong with my sister? Why is she talking like that? You are now from a different world. You now have a different spirit. You are a different person. You are a new creature. Created in Christ Jesus. Amen. It happened, not by might, not by power. You didn't do it, but God did it. What's the next verse says? Like answered, the conversation when on. Is going on. I said unto him, How can these things be? Look at that. Verse nine. How can? You see how hard it is. Take a while to get it. It's hard. You've got to come to church, sit down, hear the word of God to get this message. You can, Understand what it means to be born again. All of you. If you're 100 years old, you got to be born again before you die. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can I these things be? Verse 10. And Jesus answered and said unto him, I thou a master of Israel. You see, now Jesus got is coming to his level. Because he couldn't reach him on the other level so he's coming up aren't you a master of israel sure i'm a master you see you go there talk about his degrees he likes that talk about how smart he is <laughs> begin to build him up a little bit aren't you a master and you got your degrees you're great big engineer and you go oh man you see that and you know they like that begin to aren't you a master of the jews in israel oh yeah yeah sure they begin to smile. Give a smile about that time. I know it's not these things. Then did Jesus come back? And he, I know it's not these things. So how come you got your degree and you're so smart and you don't even understand these things? How come you got your your B.A. and your C.A. and your N.A.s and all of that stuff? How come you not and you don't understand these things? What's wrong? <laughs> Something is wrong. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we not, but what you've got to understand they, this man was a, an elder, a leader, a ruler and he's talking to Jesus who's never been to school. Huh? How knows nice this man letters and he's never been to school. He didn't have the college and the knowledge that they have and you know if, if I got my degree I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> my God. You would listen to John the Baptist. Because he. He's out there. The man he didn't even know how to cook. While he had. Uh, what Locusts. And wild honey. Wild honey. It's out there. Clothes with camel. Yeah. I mean he's a rough guy. He didn't have the modern. Stuff and cologne. And all of that nice. I'm sure you wouldn't want to hug him too long. Do you, do you understand that? And he's out there in the wilderness. But God was working him over. God was preparing him. And. Uh, God has a way to work. Aren't you a ruler of the Jews? Of course. You got, you know. The degree and. Oh. Class. Uh, The Sanhedrin. And everybody recognizes you. And you're well known. Sure. Put him up there. But you need more than that. What you need is the word of God. All of that cannot save you. It's good. Get it? But it cannot save you. Don't you glory in that. Make your glory be the cross. Verily I say unto thee. We speak that we do know. And testify that we have seen, and you receive not our witness. Next verse. If I have told you, no, Jesus is still speaking. And notice he's saying we, go back to verse 11. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and he received not our witness. See, that's powerful. Because the prophet saw. John the Baptist saw. Jesus saw. But it's also the Father and, and the Spirit. We, we, us. Speaking. Did you know that God spoke through Jesus? When Jesus was here on the earth, it was God speaking through him. Jesus is the voice of God. Hallelujah. Everything that God is, is in Christ. Christ came to represent God. God was in Christ. All right, listen to me. Reconciling the world unto himself. Now, God, hear me right, God did not have to be reconciled to man. But man had to be reconciled to God. I saw your lips, that You got it. Because God never transgressed. He never fell away. He never left. He's always God. But it was man that fell away from God. So now Christ came to bring man back to God. But the way he did it was God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself. But and He did it through the process of regeneration, a birth. You fell away in the first Adam, but you can only get back to God through a birth. So you must be born again, a new birth, a new creation. Never. God making us all over new. The first is over. That's right. The first is over. Or you live for till you breathe the last breath, but it's over. It's God giving you time to become sons of God, to be born again. You need this. Right now, you need this clay vessel to be born again, to keep you here in this dimension. If you did not have this, you couldn't stay here. That's what keep you here. Ah, your your body keeps you in this dimension. It's not going anywhere. If you try to go up, you come right back down. You're not going anywhere. Nobody can leave the earth. I'm going to leave where to where. You're not going anywhere. You walk out there, nothing's going to pull you up there. You're grounded. Did you hear somebody say grounded? God ground all of us on the earth. Brotherly, they brother, saying to thee, We speak that we do know and testify that we have seen, and he received not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, see how he, he tell, spoke earthly things. Adam, Paul told us earthly things, God told us earthly things. The apostles, the disciples. And he believed not. How shall he believe? How? If I tell you of heavenly things. See how he's getting his mind back up again. Came down and let him feel good about his little degrees. And his accomplishment. And what college he goes. There's not a college on the face of the earth. Can put you in the kingdom of God. Unless it's true Christ. I don't care where you've been. Or who is your pastor? It's all through Jesus. What a Savior. What a Christ. If I told you earthly things and you believe not. How shall ye believe if I tell you. Of heavenly things. Heavenly. You have earthly things. Right. I could talk about earthly things all day. And you never be saved. But I've got to get over now in the new creation realm where. He that is born of the spirit is spirit. And begin to tell you of heavenly things. But God has to open up your mind. For you to believe. Otherwise you're not believing. 13 says. What a lesson. And no man had ascended. Look at it. Up to heaven. But he that came down from heaven. Who came down? Jesus Christ. Even the son of man. Which is. In heaven. Now John wrote this. After he went away. John insert that. Now he was in heaven. But when the lesser. This ruler. He was here on the earth. So the next verse. Then he goes on. And as Moses. Look at this. And as Moses lifted up verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Right? Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, and we quote that. You know, I don't we quote that real quick. But you have to understand what went on in the wilderness. They sinned, and serpent came among them, and bit them, and they died. And the only way was to make a serpent of brass and for them to get out there and look at it. If they don't, they die. And you and I have been bitten by serpents. Adam has been bitten, was bitten, was bitten help me, bitten by the, by the serpent and sent poison and we die. So now, in Adam, all die. Okay, so God now has to quicken us out of that dead state and put us in Christ for us to see the kingdom of God. In other words, because you've been snake bit, look at us. They were bit, they died. But the only way is that they had to look upon the serpent of brass as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness look at the little word even so even so the cross isn't it? calvary much serpent of brass is judgment brass is judgment they were still under the, they were although the serpent of brass was made they were still under the judgment they were still die unless they look at the Serving of brass. And Jesus died on the cross. And rose again. But you've got to look. To the Lamb. Look to the hills. Look to God. Looking unto Jesus. Somebody shout. Unless you look you die. He made it available. But you've got to look. Even so. Must the son of man. Be lifted up. And he was lifted up. But you've got to look at him. Are you looking? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? Verse 15 says that uh, whosoever believeth, see that faith, believeth in him should not perish. That word perish doesn't mean you just die, but you're gone. Perish means you die in Adam. And you continue in that. And you never get out. We all died in heaven. But now you've got to look to the serpent. That's where or rather, They had to look to the serpent. But now you've got to look. To the man Christ Jesus. That hung on the cross for life. When they look. They receive life. You've got to look to Christ. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. That means forever. You die without hope. You perish. That's why you must. Be born again to avoid. Dying without a hope. You're gone. Goodbye. You're not coming back. You're gone. No matter who tells you you're coming back. There's only one way. And Christ is the way. Hallelujah. Without Jesus you're not coming back. That's why you need to repent. That's why you have to accept Christ as your savior. That whosoever believeth in him. Look at that, how simple it is. Like they believe. And look to that serpent of brass. You look to Jesus Christ. And that salvation. They should not perish. You know. When you have a fruit and it perish. You throw it out. Does it come back? It's gone. Should not perish but have what? See? He delivers you and you're not going to perish now but you have. Everlasting means life that never be gone. Life that he has. Because I live, you shall live also. In other words, when you believe you've and you look to the Lamb, you've got the life of God. You have endless life. Eternal life. There's immortality working inside of you to them who by patient, continuing, well doing seek for glory and honor. Immortality, life that never begins, life that cannot end. Immortality, eternal life. Man, that's something to shout about. I don't understand how no, you sit there and you, you worry about a piece of pie. When there's life and hope, what do you get excited about? Something that's going to perish? How do you get excited about the eternal word of God? The great I am. The everlasting father and the prince of peace. That's Jesus Christ. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to shout. Whosoever. Doesn't matter you're black, white, bond, rich or poor. God has no favor. He's no respect for a person. That whosoever believeth in him. With the heart man believes. With the mouth confession is made. Unto uh, salvation, you've got to believe in your heart. It's not just in your lips. You can't pretend it. You can't fake it. You can't fool God. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish. God doesn't have to throw him out into the scrap heap and the garbage heap. But you're precious in the eyes of God. But have, look what you have. But what? But have, you got it. Do you have it right now? You have it. When you believe, you have it. It's not coming. You've got it now. But have, right now, you have it. Can't you shout and praise him for what you've got? You have eternal life now. In other words, you have eternal life that never begins. The first birth began when it was planted inside your mother's womb. That little seed. Nine months or so it comes out. Can't go back in. But it had to be born again. So now this. Same person. Has got a spirit. And God has a spirit. And it's the spirit of God. That enters into your spirit. And you have a birth. My God. It's a spirit birth. He that is born of the flesh is flesh, remains flesh. But now look, a new birth. What is that? Spirit birth. And because you're born of the Spirit, you're led by the Spirit. And as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are. You ought to shout, sons of God. I said, You ought to shout, sons of God. You ought to give God glory. And notice that I. A fallen man. Was lifted up by the spirit of God. You like shouting. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. That word is strong. That means you're gone. Perish. Next time you throw away a, a rotten half You'll understand. You don't go back and pick it out. It's gone forever. Forgotten. But. Have eternal life. Life that means you never perish. You're always alive forevermore. You have a life that never gone. Verse 16. The, the one that we quote all the time. But we don't quote the rest. For God. So love the word. Here's the gospel of God. That Paul speak about that we're heading there. He said. Well, pastor, where you go around. To acquaint you more with the word of God. For God so loved the world that he gave us the gospel, the good news. He gave us life and hope. He came with a message. You must be born again. You're born once, but you've got to be born again. And it's by the spirit of God. For God so loved the world. How much does he love the world? That He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever you did not very much, you came from the dust, the dung Nobody knows you, but it doesn't matter with God. No respect of person, that whosoever believe in Him should not perish. Is that word again? Perish. You get that? Like that bad old apple, and you throw it out. Let me use that so you can understand. Perish. A food. Perish. That means it's gone. You live in this world and you perish. You perish because you did not have the preservative of the word of God. You've got to be preserved. Called sanctified. Sealed. To them who are preserved in Christ. Sanctified and called. So you've got to get in. That preserving system, the Holy Ghost, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His, and your seal until the day of redemption. You're not perishing because God sealed you, God translates you, and God sealed you. And no one can touch you because you are the apple of His eye. For God so loved the world. How? Much. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. But have uh, eternal. Everlasting. Life that cannot end. Life that has no beginning. And life that has no end. he breathed into your spirit. The another verse 17. Forget God sent not his son. Alright, now we we still Romans chapter 1. God sent not his son. He was sent, right? Romans. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But, you see that little word but? It's powerful. But that the world through him might be saved. He didn't come to condemn, but this is the condemnation, that light. And light is life. It's coming to the world. And men love darkness. The first Adam is light. That's darkness. They love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds are evil. In other words. They love the world of the flesh. The first Adam and the world of the spirit. They don't want to put it on again. They want to stay right here. Did you know that people are satisfied? Huh? Just give them a nice boat and a car. Or some money in the bank. And see if they want to go to church. They don't miss church. The flesh deceive you. I don't care if you're happy. The flesh wants some more pleasure. The flesh don't say, man, that's enough. The flesh want more. Sit back. Put your feet up, you know. Fall asleep in the sun. Why go to church? Church is a bore. Why go there? But That's life. That's eternal life that keeps you from perishing. Somebody shout there, right there. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world. Remember that when He came into the world, there was none righteous. When He came to the world, we read from Romans chapter one, what He found. He didn't find a race. He came unto his own. And his own received him not. He didn't come to. When he went to the temple. They were not happy to see him. God sent not his son into the world. To condemn the world. That's not the purpose. But. That the world through him. Might be saved. He that believeth. On him. Simple, Romans 8 coming right there. He that believeth on him is not condemned. There's therefore now no condemnation. Are you shouting? Yes. To them that are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. My, I feel like having church right here. He that believeth on him is not condemned. Condemned, condemned means you're condemned to remain. In that old Adamic nature. Adamic body. And you are never delivered from it. This is the condemnation. That light is come in the world. And men rather stay. In that first birth nature. Than to get out. You know what I'm talking about. right? You know I'm right. No zeal. No life. They fight you and argue with you. When you say you need to be born again. They laugh at you. When you said you must be born again, they laugh at you. But he that believeth on him is not condemned. Romans 8. No condemnation. But he that believeth not. See the word believe? You have to look at the serpent of brass and believe. They have to do that in the wilderness. He that believeth not is condemned when? You don't have to wait for the final resurrection. You're already condemned. The judgment, the wrath right of God's already in you. He's condemned already because he had not believed. Here's a, here's a charge. In the name of the only begotten Son of God. What a word. The only way of salvation. The only hope out of the first Adam. The only hope out of uh, condemnation, not being condemned. The only way out of not being uh, perishing. For you not to perish. 19 says. And this is the condemnation. We, we had that. What is the condemnation? Can anybody tell me? That light. Who is the light? The name was life and the life was the light of men. This is the condemnation. That light. Is come into the world. But. That light didn't change. Too many people. And men love. Darkness. You know what darkness is? Uh, it's not the turn the light off darkness. It's the ignorance. The blindness that we've been touching it. God, What God delivers you. When he saves you. And a new birth delivers you from the old darkness. Nature where you can't understand God. Your carnal. From that world of darkness. That means there's no light of God shines in it. You get that? There's no light out there. Have you ever tried to talk to somebody who don't know the word of God. And don't love God or that. They talk to you and argue. But you give them a comic book. You let something come on. A murder trial or something come on. And oh my they just eat it up. Different world. And you can't wait to go to church. And they can't wait to watch that movie. And they sit there and kick up and enjoy. They'll enjoy a game, sports. But you tell them about Jesus save, And they look at you funny eyebrow. Suddenly the eyebrow get taller and bigger. Bulky. As if you're crazy. You see because of a different world. And don't marvel. Marvel not that I say unto you you must be born again. Otherwise you have the same spirit. The same feeling. Okay. And this is the condemnation kind of that light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light. Remember? Corinthians tell us the darkness. It's in the heart, the blindness. And until Christ shines light you can never see. So for you to see the kingdom of God you have, he has to shine light for you to begin to love the light. Because their deeds Our evil. Our evil. We had that in Romans chapter 1. Chapter 2. The deeds. We have it in Galatians chapter 5. The works of the flesh. Verse 20. For everyone that doeth evil. Ateeth the light. They don't like who's the light. It's Jesus Christ. They don't love God. They don't love Christ. They say away with him. Neither cometh to Christ. The light. Lest his deeds should be. Reprove, you have to repent, and God correct you. But He never cast you away. Never cast you away. He washed you for twenty one. But he that doeth continually doeth truth. See that? It's truth. Truth, grace and truth. They go together. Grace, mercy, peace, grace, truth. That's why this Paul was so powerful. But he that doeth, what does the word do it mean? Once begun, you never stop. Or you make a mistake, but you get right up. Do it. Truth. Comet. Don't you see that word? Come it. It's a it's a it's a uh once begun, you progressive walk. Come. It. It's like you walk into a water, but you haven't reached it, but you'll be gone. You keep going, you'll reach it, right? You're coming to Christ and you keep walking towards him. Come to him. Okay, continuing. Come back to the light. You can't go back in darkness, but you can, you're coming out of darkness now to light. That his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. See, you come right now, and God deals with your problem, your sin. It's over. Keep walking towards God. It's over. But it's when you don't want to leave the world. That you were born once in. The nature. That's it? 21? Okay, now. Let me begin to wind it down. After these things, Jesus and his disciples... They went into the land of Judea and there he tarried with them and baptized. Alright? Okay. Now I want to go back to and this is the condemnation. That light, go back for me. That light is coming to the world. Now and then you go to let me begin to link that up. This is up for this morning. Until we pick it up tonight. And this is the condemnation. Notice here. See? Find this in Romans. You find this different part. This is the condemnation that light is come into the world. No. Light is come into the world. How did light come into the world? Then you go to Romans chapter 1. Help me. Let's all read 1 to 5. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called, and we'll all explain some of this uh, as we go along, called to be a, an apostle. Paul, a servant, see that word servant? Means a slave. You know what it means to be a slave? You have no rights of your home. You are you're like a prisoner. Okay, You're shut up in Christ. You have a master. You have no rights. And on the road to Damascus. When he was going to persecute the children of God. And a voice spoke to him and said, Saul. Saul, why persecutest thou me? And the voice came to him. When he said, who art thou, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus. I'm the one you're persecuting. And Paul was arrested. Paul became a prisoner right there. In other words, God uncuffed him. And uh, who are you, Lord? It says, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It's hard to fight me. It's hard to kick. That goes for all of us. You're fighting, you can't win. You kick the pricks. You rebel, you can't win. You're, it's a losing battle. I don't care what you do; it's a losing battle. You'll never win this one. This is one fight that you'll never. It's hard to keep against the pricks. And Paul, what do you what do you want me to do? Surrender? Became a prisoner? Stretch forth your hands and let an hour leave you? What do you want me to do? You have this rebellious spirit inside you. You're going to fight and prove to everybody. Oh, no, you're not. It's better to surrender and die to yourself. It's easier. But when you keep kicking against the pricks, and you realize oh, you fell in a cactus heap. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's why the Lord said, don't fight me. You feel, you're you're, you're, you're going to fall in the thorns without, you know what I'm saying? You're just uh, your Adamic suit on. That's all. Don't fight him. Ouch. When that pain rock you. Or whatever. You find out who is God. Paul. A servant of Jesus Christ. A, 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 what was it? Slave. Prisoner. Of Jesus Christ. We've been talking about Jesus Christ. I went there to show you. Introduce. So you won't, you know. We talk, Jesus Christ. Called. All right. Called not to be because he was already. But he was called an apostle. He was already. To be is a different. But you're already an apostle. Called an apostle. Not just to be but he's an apostle. He was an apostle. When he writing this he was an apostle. I know he's separated. That's a powerful word. Separated unto we were talking about what? The gospel of God. The gospel of God is the kingdom of God. And Jesus Christ is the kingdom of God. Let me go through here quickly and then we will go, into, go over it again. Which he had promised. Which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scripture. Go to the last chapter of this book, Romans. I think it's 16, 16 chapters. Yeah, Romans 16. Where was it? Now to him, verse 25, that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. That's the same gospel of the kingdom. Christ. And the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. That's a kingdom mystery. The kingdom that was prepared for you from The foundation of the world. But now is made manifest. And by the scripture. Of the prophets. Of who? Of the prophets. So you go back to the prophets. Somebody talking and they're going spinning. And giving out the prophets. Go back to the prophets. Okay. I might not be good at speaking in tongues. But I don't have to. Speaking in tongues when I'm preaching the Bible. Okay, because the Bible was written right here in plain English. And that's all God requires a man to do is to understand it in the language that he's blessed with. I'm not, I'm not, I don't speak Spanish. So God's not going to charge me if I can't read the Bible in Spanish. I don't read Greek. <laughs> so God's not going to charge you if you don't read Greek. Because there's some of us, we're not very bright. The old, Most of the world is not bright. They're not gonna learn Greek, and by the time you teach them Greek, they're backslid. Because Greek, yeah, you know what it said about Greek? The the Jews are. What did the Jews seek? Somebody help me. Uh, But the Greek seeks what knowledge. And by the time they get the knowledge of what they're seeking for, they're backslid. So. You can speak all the Greek you want to. But you got to come back to the English. All right. For me to understand what you're talking about. You got to talk to me. Without speaking in tongues. You got to speak plain language. Amen. And that's what God required me to do. I mean. Wouldn't I be ignorant if I stand up here today. Which you don't even know. And I begin to speak in tongues. of No. You look at me all funny. What's wrong with Pastor? See, but if I tell you this morning that there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, oh my God, I understand that. That's all God requires. Okay, God's not going to judge me how smart I am. It's how much I love him and how much I believe. So here now it says, this is what I have to believe. This is what I have to believe. Let me read it again. Now to him. That is a power to establish you. According to my gospel. And the preaching of Jesus Christ. According. To the revelation of the mystery. Which was kept secret. Since the world begun. Okay. So if it was kept secret. Since the world began, Since the world begun. There was no Greek around. No Spanish. No English. So now God puts that in the prophets. I don't know how they declare it. But he says. This secret since the world began, But now is made manifest. And by the scriptures of. This is what I go by. Of the prophets. According to the commandments. Of the everlasting God. What a word. Made known to all nations. See. For the obedience. Of faith. And here's what it says right here. To God only wise. He's just the only wise one. So I don't have to worry how, how wise another person is. How much language they speak. But I have a God. Who is the only one that's really wise. And he is revealing enough for a man to be saved. Are you, are you not listening to me? He is really, this scripture is powerful. And the ever according to the commandments of the everlasting God. Made known to all nations for the obedience of faith to God. Did you get that? To God only wise. The only wise God. Be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. You get that in your heart, in your spirit. And then of course Ephesians 3 tells us. Let me look at and begin to close, and I'm going to wind it up now. In Ephesians uh, chapter uh, three, tells us about that hidden mystery. Really. Anybody have that quick? Ephesians chapter three. That that was uh, given to the Gentiles. Came to the Gentiles. Verse 4. Rabbi went. yes he read. You may understand my knowledge. In the mystery of Christ. Which in other ages. Was not made known unto the sons of men. As it is now revealed. Unto the holy apostles. And prophets by the spirit. Remember we talked about Paul. An apostle. Okay so you go to Paul. And you're going to get an understanding from Paul. The holy prophets and apostles. Do you see where you have to look? You don't have to go back to a Greek school. You're too old to go back to a Greek school. Some of us. What are you going to learn? A few words here and there. You're more confused. But you stay in the scripture. I guarantee you. The scripture of the prophets. And the apostles. And you'll see the revelation that comes to you in your mind. Can you say amen for that? So what way that? Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men. As it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the spirit. And he gave to the church the tools. You get an apostle, a prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher. You got all that God has for you. Now there's nothing wrong in learning new languages. Don't get me wrong. But if you're looking for that, for salvation, there's no salvation in that. That the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel whereof I was made a minister according to the gifts of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual. Wow, what a word. Working of his spirit. Then he goes on. Paul said unto me who am less than the least of all saints. You see that word? The least of all saints is this grace given. So there's hope for me. Because here Paul said he's the least of all saints but but look at the hope that was given to him. My, if you get that you're going to shout that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make All men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. And I think I need to just stop right there. I need to just stop right there.